0: Welcome to the Nextcloud podcast. Let's talk about digital sovereignty. Hi there. Welcome back to the Nextcloud podcast. This time we talk about the desktop client. And with me today is Mathieu Gallien. Uh, And he is a tech lead of the desktop client team. Hi, Mathieu. Hello. Um, So what do you do? Uh, with the Nextcloud client, desktop client?
1: So uh, we are a team of four uh, person. Uh, We are, um, okay, we are maintaining it. We are responsible for uh, handling um, customer customer support. Uh, We develop new features. We try to engage as much as possible with the community. And we fix as many bugs as we can. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are there so Hope many? We do bugs? a good job. <laughs> Are there so many bugs? No. No.
0: Okay. 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 Uh, yeah. And uh, I don't know. Is it is it called Dex Desktop Client? Next Cloud Desktop Client? I'm not sure. I read one or the other. And I'm getting confused.
1: Yeah, I I checked on the website and uh, it should be called next next cloud desktop client.
0: Okay, so the long one, <laughs> the yeah. complete long one. Um yeah. Okay, so next cloud client could be anything, but the desktop one. I mean, I think most people are using it with next cloud, right? Or what do you think?
1: Yeah, I, I guess. Uh, I already saw people reporting that they were trying to use it with other server, but uh, yeah, I guess it's designed to be used with the NetClose server. Okay. But uh, uh, compared to mobile clients, uh, it's not only about files, but we try to um, provide as much integration as we can with the server, not only limited to files.
0: Okay. What does it mean?
1: on Android, for example, there is a Talk client and a Files client. Yeah. Uh, for desktop, I guess it would be uh, uh, all in the same client.
0: Okay, but the the next cloud desktop client is also yes. just for files or not? I mean, I just use it for files. <laughs>
1: Uh yes but we are trying to integrate uh also uh, collaboration features and uh, other features that would make you more productive with it.
0: Okay. Okay. I haven't used that before. <laughs> I must say for for me it's just uh, for for synchronizing all the files I regularly use uh on my desktop and, and want to yeah, have a backup or share with the world. Yeah. So, so how does this client work? Is this connecting to the server via WebDAV or what does it do?
1: Yeah, so f- first you will need to set up your account. So uh, it will try to guide you and it will just, you know, open your web browser and you will be able to log in to your server. And then the, uh, file, uh, syncing is done via web dev for sure. But we also, for example, display, uh, the activities feed. And this is done via the activity API that is separate from web dev.
0: Okay. Okay. The, this activity API is this, uh, a NextCloud thing or is this, uh, f- 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 is, it a, is it a standard?
1: Uh, t- to be honest, I'm not sure. Okay. So
0: okay, so the client is connecting to multiple RPs and to WebDev to yes. uh, to Zinc this stuff, but as most of the, the server is is PHP and uh, behind an oh. Nginx and stuff like that, uh the, the desktop client is not in a web programming language, so uh, what programming language is used there?
1: Yeah, uh, it's mostly using C++ code built on top of the Qt frameworks. Okay. But uh, we are also using a little bit of uh, JavaScript and QML code for the user interface.
0: So QML and, uh, is also something which comes with Qt, right?
1: Yes, it's, uh, it's mostly looking like a uh, JSON. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it makes, at least in my mind, uh, it makes it quite easy to uh, build your user interface. And I think it's lowering the barrier. Uh, I mean, it's making, uh, okay. It's making it more easy to push some fancy user interface. Mm-hmm.
0: And, um how is the user interface uh, received by by the users? Is they they are happy or do they often tell you, okay, this button should be there and uh, please do this or that?
1: I'm not sure I'm seeing a lot of feedback on this, but I guess uh, most people just have it running Mm -hmm, uh, in the background background Mm -hmm. and not often click on it and... I mean, once it is set up, probably they've almost forgot about it.
0: Yeah, that's uh, true. Uh, Sometimes it pops up again and say you have to re-authenticate, I think. How often is this needed? Is this this a server thing or is the client just telling, I don't know, every 30 days, please, (laughs) please lock me in again?
1: Uh, I'm not so sure. Maybe it's... uh it should not happen but yeah maybe uh it's because you're uh, it i mean it's using an uh a token uh, mm-hmm. specific for your application to yeah. authenticate and maybe this token has been invalidated by the server and so it will uh, yeah. ask you to authenticate again mm-hmm. to get a new working one
0: yeah that's possible w- w- so your programming in c++ with cute which which ide are you using are you using the same in the team or is everybody free to use whatever he or she wants
1: okay everybody is free to use whatever he wants yeah. uh, but uh, i'm using personally i'm using cute creator mm-hmm. uh, and i used to uh, to program with Qt Creator even uh, pure C++ uh, without uh, using any Qt API so I find it uh, being a good match for me but I guess I have one colleague that is using Emacs so <laughs> quite okay. a different tool okay 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 <laughs>
0: hmm. uh, I would have guessed that someone is I don't know using Visual Studio Code or something like that but Emacs okay hmm. <laughs> nice <laughs> 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 so and this cute thing is also the reason why it looks nearly the same on on linux and windows and mac os right so if i install it on my linux machine or on on the windows machine it yeah it looks nearly the same
1: yeah so for the I mean, there, there are two parts. There's this uh, pop-up that you can get from your, uh, sister. So this one, we would like to have it, uh, very similar on all platforms because it's just, you know, showing some stuff in a fancy user interface and we can uh, use our own color and some, and our, our logos and so on. Mm-hmm. And then you have, uh, for example, this share dialogue this one should uh, look very integrated with your platform. So maybe we have to do more work to get it uh, uh, native on all platforms. That uh, I mean, that it is a perfect match for all different platforms, but this one could be a bit different if you are running on a Mac or if you are running, uh, I don't know, this Gnome desktop, for example. It should, you know, show uh, na- as native, so with native style and stuff like that
0: and there's also the integration in for instance gnome or uh, kde or 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 windows so that the sharing dialogue this this is every every this is a plug-in for each distro and each uh, system or how's this done i mean obviously there are other rps for all the the different systems
1: no, we, we mostly rely on the ability of the code frameworks to mostly look native everywhere. Okay. And, uh, we also have some, some small, uh, code that is specific to each platform, mm-hmm. but, uh, it's uh, compiled on demand. I mean, if we compile for macOS, we will also compile some uh, code that is purely specific to improve the integration.
0: So you just said compile. So how do you, do releases I don't know how often do you do releases and how are they built
1: yeah so we do a release each month uh, unless we want to uh, be uh, quicker because we have a critical bug to fix Mm -hmm. but we are supposed to be doing a release each month and uh, every four months we do a feature release and the other releases are purely uh, bug fix release And so, uh, our code is hosted on GitHub, but we have an internal uh, build, uh, system that will take the release from GitHub and that will uh, produce the binaries for uh, macOS, for Windows and for Linux desktop. So they are automatically built. We just have to trigger the release and they will get built.
0: Okay. And is this is something self-written or is this, I don't know, Jenkins or, or <laughs> what do you use there? <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's mostly uh, home built. Okay. Uh, (laughs) uh, I mean, the the need was, uh, yeah. And we use this uh, same uh, software to also build other clients, Mm -hmm. like this Android or iOS client.
0: Ah, okay. Okay. So So we share,
1: I mean, we share the same uh, computers to do all this.
0: Mm. So it's the same pipeline then? okay, um one of the coolest feature from the last couple of months is um maybe the the virtual files uh yes I don't know plugin feature uh um, how does this feature
1: work so uh, we have um this time we really have plugins so, <laughs> oh, okay
0: <laughs> plugins. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we have a plugin, uh, for, uh, one, uh, native API from Windows that is, uh, cloud file API, CF API. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so we have a proper integration with this, uh, feature from, uh, Windows. And we have also some, uh, experimental, not ready for day to day usage uh virtual files plugin that can be used on other platforms but this one is i mean you have to manually edit the configuration file and so on so currently we mostly only support windows and there um, i mean you can so you can create your sync folder and you configure it and then uh you have the i mean the your files will be downloaded on demand so whenever some of your uh, software is trying to uh, access the content of the file. It will be um, implicitly downloaded and so you if it's a big one, you will get some uh dialogue with a progress bar showing you uh where you are and then uh if you want to uh free some space um, windows uh should do it on its own oh, okay. or you can do it or you can do it manually.
0: Mm-hmm. And I don't uh, lose that, any files. So if I uh, yeah. <laughs> deleted the file, so on on the cloud, uh, on on my desktop, it's not deleted in the cloud.
1: Yeah, because it's not really deleted. It's just that you remove the content, mm-hmm. but you still have the file there. Mm-hmm. And if you try to access it again, it will get downloaded again.
0: Okay. But this this is a solution. So it's not a hybrid format. I can't choose. Some files are on my disk and other are just in the cloud. So it's always, uh, always this virtual file system.
1: Yeah. I mean, you uh, previously, uh, you would have to, uh, select mm-hmm. uh, which folders yeah. you want and it would not be very flexible. So with these virtual files, you get your whole sync folder and But it's not using space on your disk. It's purely, I mean, placeholders. And you see the whole content of your sync folder. And when you try to access, you will get the data. Okay, if it's a big file and you have low bandwidth, it will take some time. But you can access all of your files in a very smooth way. And you can also say that, uh, for example, if you plan to work offline, Mm -hmm. you can also say, okay, I want those files to be always there. So they will be always there, like okay. with a classical sync folder.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that would be my next question. <laughs> so yeah, if, I, if I know I'm on a business trip or or I don't know holiday trip, uh, and uh, yeah, not I have no internet connection or no good one at least, so it's possible to select files to say they are always on my computer and they stay there no matter what.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And the difference is that, uh, if you, uh, just accessed the file, it will get downloaded. But then, uh, if Windows needs some space, it can also, uh, free the space. Mm -hmm. And if you explicitly say you want that file to be always there, it will be always there and, uh, Windows will not, uh, get back the space used by your file.
0: Okay. So this is a feature which is now productive just on Windows and on Linux and, and macOS. You have other plugins. They work a little bit different. So there is uh, no API you could connect to. What what do you do there?
1: Uh, uh, so for the Linux desktop, uh, we currently don't have a native API that we could uh, use. So uh, we... We would like but this will take some time because we need to you know come with an api it should be implemented by uh, the a client or... like the next next cloud one and it should be also implemented by the different desktop and th- there is one on uh, macOS, uh, but it will uh, require quite some work to uh, implement and uh yeah, our plan was to maybe uh find a, a third way to build something that could work on Linux and macOS. Uh but that would be uh flexible enough to provide good integration on both platforms.
0: But I could use it already as a preview. I need to edit Ye- I don't know, uh uh Nextcloud yes, uh, config file or something like that, right?
1: Yes, yes. Uh yeah, I mean, there, there's a way to uh, enable it. You have yeah to edit this config file with a text editor, so it's quite. I mean, it's not easy to discover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's also. <laughs> I, I, <think laughs>
0: I, I don't know. I, I had to read a blog post and and the Nextcloud forum to even uh, yeah. see that this is <laughs> possible.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the fact is that it's not. It's not. Uh, it's not really stable and there, there are okay. things that are not working so and it's yeah. So you it's wouldn't just less suggest, reliable.
0: You wouldn't yeah. suggest to use it right now?
1: I mean if somebody wants to uh use it, it should be prepared that there might be something that are broken. Yeah. But I think but there is, we, is a
0: dialogue saying that if I enable it, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yes. But uh I mean, at the same time, we, we would really uh, like to stabilize that code. So it's just that we put, not, uh, I mean, we have more urgent stuff to do. So <laughs> we very much welcome uh, motivated people uh, to work on this, and we will make sure to, you know, engage with them and help them to integrate their work. Yeah. So, so how
0: can I help? Test this uh, feature, and, and where do we do bug reports? Do you have a bug tracker, or is this should post just on GitHub? Or how do I help you <laughs> with this?
1: Yeah, it's it's all on GitHub. Um, the, I mean, okay, you you could and uh, engage with with our within our form, mm-hmm. but. It's not the best way, you know, to track uh, software defect and to track software contributions. So, yeah, it should all go into GitHub and GitHub issues. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And uh, if you want to... um, Yeah, so if you want to contribute uh, in the way of some uh, code lines, uh, yeah, that should all go to GitHub. If you want to contribute um, a feature... uh, future suggestions or bug, it should go to GitHub. And uh, for translations, it's handled by Transiflex, if I remember correctly. Okay. And and we get uh, quite some translators uh, helping us, and that is really nice.
0: Okay. So if I have a bug, for instance, in, in the virtual files, uh, then I go to GitHub, do an yes. issue. But what's when i like to chat with you i don't know i i have an idea but i don't know how to implement it and um i don't know i'm new to to the next cloud world to the next cloud client world maybe have a little bit of c++ knowledge but not not so much uh, where can i engage you do you have a chat or a Yes. call every two <laughs> months or something like that.
1: Uh, we, we have a chat. In fact, we have two different ones. Uh, we have a, a public desktop uh, dedicated uh, talk channel uh-huh. on uh, cloudnextcloud.com and uh, from my understanding uh it's quite easy to uh, create an account for somebody and uh, have him engage with us. Mm-hmm. And there's also a, a more general community talk channel on our cloud and uh, we are all there. So uh, if you already have an account there because you already, you are already working with Nextcloud, you can just ping us and we will make sure to reply.
0: Okay. But there is no weekly or biweekly meeting, meeting, a Fix, where you're all together and talk about the newest uh, developments you're trying to achieve or something like that.
1: Uh, or, just, but, no, no, it, no. no, not, no, no if, not really. if
0: it's just internal. So I guess sometimes you will call each other and talk about stuff, but. That's just an internal call.
1: Yeah, we have uh, regularly a design call that is public and that will be uh, dedicated to the desktop client. So if you want to contribute on the design ideas, you can join this call. Uh, The schedule is public, so I cannot say how when will be the next one, but uh, that information should be easy to find. And I guess there is maybe a call each two months or something like that, but I don't remember the exact schedule.
0: Okay. If it is uh, somewhere public and maybe we could provide the link. Um, so the virtual files feature, as I said, is, is really interesting. Um, do we have a lot of feedback for this one? So are there a lot of people saying, wow, this, this is the coolest thing ever and it's working well or nah, it's a good idea, but it's so buggy I'm not using it anymore or how was the reception?
1: Uh, I guess people were eager to use it. So we got a lot of feedback when it it was in the first release. Yeah. Okay, most of the feedback was bug report at the beginning. So we worked hard to address uh, all of this and then uh i remember that we got some uh people engaging on the forum and saying oh nice this release is working very well thanks so it was really nice to get also positive feedback in the end and thanks for the testers (laughs) (laughs) that was really cool for us because we could not test uh you know every corner cases yeah and it was really cool to see so many people trying to use it and and then in the end getting positive feedback on oh yeah it's working very well for us now thanks
0: okay cool so if you're listening now and you have never tried it before uh at least on windows it's it's stable and because of the uh maybe tremendous feedback it's it's stable now <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Another cool feature I read about was the uh, end-to-end encryption uh, with the client. How does this work? Do I need uh, a special Nextcloud for that or what do I do?
1: So the first thing is that you have to install the end-to-end encryption application on your server. Maybe you already have it or not. But you have to install this application and then the feature will be available for the desktop client. And then it will, uh, yeah, so then it will prompt to you with a a list of words that you have to memorize. It's a mnemonic and you will need it to set up other devices. Okay. So instead of remembering a password, it's a, it's a phrase, it's a list of words, so it should be more easy to remember. And you have to use this not on your first client, but if you want to set up, for example, your client on another machine connected to the same account, then you will need it.
0: Okay, so I have to activate it on the server side, but yes. there is not the the sentence, the words. They are... When I first tried to connect with the desktop client, then it recognized. Okay, there is the end-to-end encryption activated.
1: Yeah, and it will it will uh, you know generate your private keys, mm-hmm. encrypt it, and send it encrypted to the server, mm-hmm. so the server cannot uh, can never know your private key and your files content, but to encrypt your keys, they. Then you need something, you need a password or something like that. And yeah. there, okay, this you have to keep it safe because if you want to set up another device to connect to the same account, you will need it again.
0: Okay, so this client can also generate the same, uh, the same uh, encryption. So that it can also connect then to the server.
1: Yeah, yeah, but you need a secret yeah. and. You okay. need to keep it safe but it will never send to the server so the server can never uh, decrypt anything so your data will be safe even if the server is compromised or yeah, something like yeah,
0: that yeah yeah so if the server get hacked uh then they have just garbage <laughs> uh, yeah. they can't read it and also the administrator can't read it right so my my files are also private and uh, an admin on the server can't see what I'm doing.
1: Yeah, yeah, he, he cannot even see the file names, so ah, okay. yeah. Okay. And uh, then when, once, I mean, once your client uh, tell you that, okay, it has set up uh, end-to-end encryption, then uh, the next step is to uh, create an empty folder that you will uh, then set as encrypted folder, mm-hmm. and then that is the last step you have to explicitly do. Then any files or folders you put inside it will be transparently encrypted.
0: Okay, so I could have encrypted files and folders and non-encrypted ones at the same time.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's separate folders in your sync uh, folder. Okay. So you you could create, for example, an E2E uh, folder Mm -hmm. and you set it as encrypted. Mm -hmm. And then it will transparently uh, encrypt any files you put in it.
0: And could I still share end-to-end encrypted files or this is not possible, I would Uh, imagine?
1: (laughs) Not yet at the moment. So Mm -hmm. that is on our roadmap. But, I mean, I should even not tell this because it's not yeah I mean we have not yet started so okay yeah.
0: okay so maybe <laughs> <Don't>. uh, <laughs> next year or no <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah but yeah another big announcement you made uh, I don't know also one two months ago um, was that the client now is not pulling that often the server and is therefore decreasing the load on the server by nearly 90% how was this done?
1: Ah, I, Yeah there, there are maybe two different features but uh, the one that was uh, announced the last it was about uh, speeding the upload of many files so and we have also some uh, older stuff that was about um yeah, decreasing the load on the server by not polling, but having yes. the server, uh, notify your client that something changed and that a new sync is needed. So this one is already in the desktop. I, I mean, is already in the released versions and you have to set up, uh, a specific app on your server with some specific software that will, uh, Instantaneously uh, notify your client that something changed. And so your client no longer need to regularly pull the mm-hmm. server. So if you, if your files uh, change not that often, you will save a lot of loads on your server mm-hmm. because your client will just not send uh, so many requests to know if something changed or not.
0: But this is also something an admin of the next cloud um, have to activate on the server.
1: Yes, uh, there is an app that you have to install and then you have, uh, uh, you have an, a software to configure properly. You need to you know, set up this uh, HTTPS certificate and so on. Mm-hmm. So it requires quite some uh, work to properly set up it.
0: Okay, so it's not uh, at the moment active by default and... Uh, I have to check how this uh, how this is done, but you've said there are maybe two features. what is the other one
1: yeah the, the other one was to speed the upload of many files, especially many small files
0: okay ah.
1: so for example, you want to archive one of your project yeah. and suddenly you need to upload uh, a few f- a few thousand files yeah
0: then this uh, is also speed up, okay yeah okay i don't know whether you or you just said okay something uh, you're working on but you never started uh but are there any plans for for the next month or for the next year you could already tell us about is there a new i don't know new leap uh uh, for the next cloud client, or do you think okay, the last <laughs> couple of months were so intense, we just need to fix all the bugs and and see that it's uh, working smoothly for for the next month.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure how much details are uh, public and can be shared, but uh, at least uh I'm pretty sure that I can say that we are trying to improve the collaboration features that are provided by the desktop client and uh we also uh we are also putting some energy to improve uh our process and to increase quality so improving stability reliability but also making it maybe a bit easier for external contributors to contribute because they will uh they will have some uh, you know automated checking uh, done when they open your their pull request and stuff like that. Mm. But yeah, I mean, one, one nice thing is that we managed to push uh, this end to end encryption support and, uh, this uh, virtual files feature. And now we are trying to push, uh, s- smaller features, but also to have more feature, more new features, uh, in each release. Okay. So more. If you had choice, but smaller one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the big ones uh, were this year, and the next will be smaller, but there will many features, little features to come. Okay, so hopefully, some of our listeners um, will try to engage with you. As I said, maybe there will be more. I don't know, code coverage, automatic testing. So. If uh, someone uh, wants to join, help out there or if he or she has a feature um, or request, um, maybe try to help uh, develop it would be nice. Good. Thank you, Mathieu, that you explained to us how the desktop, uh, the Nextcloud desktop client I hope this was the right <laughs> thing. It worked, yes. uh, and yeah, what what you are trying to do at the moment? What are the developments, and um, how people can engage with you?
1: Thanks a lot. Yeah, thanks a lot, you too.